And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Monday, October 30th. We're recording this before the Celtics-Wizards game, though we will be talking about the Celtics-Wizards game in this episode. We're just going to record that after the game, edit it in. You, you know the deal by now. Mm. This We're not going to record an entire podcast at 11 at night. That is terrible. Don't want to do that. Uh, but we are here to record the rest, <laughs> excuse me, the rest of the show for you. Uh, but uh, I guess... We should just should we just throw it over to the, the Wizards react now? Like, should we yeah. just kick off the show with that? All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see you after. <laughs> Let's hope we're happy. All right. This is past slash future Jack and Sam. It's past from the Jack and Sam you just listened to, but it is or there's the future from them. But we're the past. We're here after the Celtics took down the Washington. It's 930. It's 930. <laughs> yeah, my bad. My bad. That's on me. Uh, we're here after the Celtics. Absolutely. Washed the Wizards 126 107, though that final score is not indicative of just how bad the Celtics murdered the Wizards. I'll pull up the box score here. Um, they were up by as much as I think 30 points in this game. Jalen Brown at 36, Tatum at 33, Porzingis at 15, Holiday 11, five for like they. This might have been the most we are better than you performance that we see all season until they play the Wizards again. The Pacers are truly might be the worst team in the NBA by a mile. And the Celtics just came out and said, sorry, you lose this game because we're better. And it was like me and Sam were watching From with Ben jump. Vallis. <laughs> yeah, we were watching with Ben Vallis the first of four. We were just laughing the entire game. Like it like it was not close. Well, <laughs> it started when Washington was like, we don't have any centers. So Christoph yeah. Porzingis is going to be taller than our next tallest guy by seven inches. Right. <laughs> and he came out and scored 10 points in the fourth, first quarter, rather not the fourth. He only finished with 15, but man, he was efficient. Seven mm-hmm. of nine. He had six rebounds too. He just didn't really have to work too hard for anything that he did. And he mm-hmm. was just playing my career, posting up low and just throwing hook shots over Kyle Kuzma or Denny Avdia, whoever they sorrily put up against him. Yeah. They started Kuzma at center. Absolutely killed um them in the post wherever they got to excuse me wherever they wanted on the floor uh and if you watched our video from earlier yesterday uh drew holiday uh two blocks Derek white one block they they combined for three shout out uh, if those two can average three blocks in the season that'd be crazy <clears throat> but um yeah tatum was good he got to his spots super efficient game 66 percent field 44 from deep uh nine threes is a bit much but he made four of them so it's fine 33 points Jalen Brown was even better eight of 13 from three is nuts and I think they were all in like the first half too like he was just he came out cooking um uh perhaps the best subplot to this is Porzingis only had to play 24 minutes and so take the wear and tear yes. off him a little bit Al only played 15 which is great for him stayed in a little bit too long uh and then the Wizards were bad like Kuzma was actually Kuzma was good Kuzma 20 21 points efficient game pool was bad uh pool Tyus was Jones was meh they just couldn't do anything, right? Like they only took 87 shots because the Celtics clamped them up so much, got so many turnovers. Like they turned the ball over 15 times. Um, and then the Wizards like deep bench outplayed the Celtics deep bench. Like I get, that's the really only talking point we have other than Celtics better than Wizards is the Celtics bench was like really kind of bad Celtics in this game. Better than Wizards. <laughs> well, like the Celtics that's starting the lineup was title. this. Yeah, right. Celtics starting lineup. 
Jalen was a plus 32, Tatum plus 27, Porzingis plus 30, D White plus 27, Drew Holiday plus 28. And then you look at the bench Hauser minus 10, Brissett minus 10, Banton minus 17, and Cornette minus 11. And, uh, you know, the latter three of those played 10 minutes or less each. So that's not really what you want to see from the bench. Um, it didn't really matter in this game, but those guys have to be better in those spots. Um, there's just like there's not much for us to talk about and digest in this game. Like the they they just can't they they, they beat the piss them. out of him. I yeah, mean Jalen Brown was starting with a franchise record in threes. He just probably was never aware of it. He only took thirteen, made eight, and we were on the stream. Like, is somebody going to tell him like he's only three yeah. makes away from tying the franchise record? But it was pretty sick to see Tatum and Brown both score thirty. Um, they love when this happens, people love to post that super cool stat that they like never lose when both guys get 30 points. It's like, well, like they have not a lot of teams. They have, yeah, it yeah. did happen, but they'll still post it. Yeah. And not a lot of teams are losing games when they got two guys in the thirties. It, it's happened. <laughs> it happened to them, but I mean, sure. can't imagine very often it's happening. The re rebound distribution, pretty impressive. Brown, yeah. Tatum, Porzingis all have six holiday with five. And Derek White with the vision today, eight assists from the man. Uh, how's your eight rebounds? Old skeleton Derek, hands there. Yeah, we were mocking his passing before the game, but uh, Derek White's passing was something I looked at a lot in this game. He was making some great, uh, some great feeds. Uh, his entry passes to Porzingis and Tatum were great. I mean, he did have a slight advantage because the Wizards were tiny and Porzingis is a monster. But they were still perfectly placed, perfectly on time to get easy dunks. So that's huge. That's something the Celtics need. Um, Hauser didn't really have a shot. He found it a little bit at the end there, but eight rebounds is big from him. Three offensive is huge. Horford had five rebounds, but four were offensive. So those are big. He was killing them in the offensive glass early. Um, Wizards were bad. There, there's nothing really to look at. From Wizards, Wizards bad. <laughs> Celtics yeah. good. Wizards bad. The Wizards might be one of the worst teams I've ever seen. If you're looking at the box score, I'm not sure that it really does justice how poor it was. No just to watch a guy like Jordan Poole try and play and have the freedom to do whatever he wants. If you miss yeah. this game, you didn't miss much, but you did miss the sequence where Jordan Poole has the ball on a break, slows up, pulls it back out, dribbles with his back to Porzingis as he walks the ball out. Then quickly kind of, or not even quickly, like nonchalantly turns around to fire up a three and Porzingis gets a piece of it, then sprints the floor, posts up a smaller defender and gets the easiest look you'll ever see. Jordan Poole is so reckless. He ended up on the floor a couple times. 5 of 11 does not look nearly as bad as he looked tonight. He's going to be a problem there, I think, this year. I think he's going to have so many different, like, he's upset, bad quote. Uh, No wonder the Warriors got rid of him. Like, all that stuff. Keith Smith uh, put in the Celtics blog chat. He goes, Tyus Jones is going to be saying, why am I here by Christmas? (laughs) Like, he's too good to be there. Um even yeah, they're Kuzma. bad. The one, yeah, Kuzma's been good too. He just extended this, so he's fucked. Uh, the one thing from the Celtics side, Cornette was really bad. <laughs> he was just like not good in his minutes, which is not, tough to see. We've been a- adamant about defending Cornette all summer. This was, I'll put it this way: this is a really, really shitty game for Namish Kanta not to be healthy for. Because <laughs> he wasn't sure is. Healthy. Imagine the uh, the flair you could have got, like. <laughs> Should, well, this I mean, was this the Nemish Keita game to overtake well, Luke Cornett. Well, this Eugene Omiori guy had 14 and six cooked uh, going up right against Cornett, just killing him. Uh, so, yeah, overall, I mean, 
that's the one tiny complaint is that Cornette wasn't good. They they the Celtics fucking murdered him. Like the Celtics were so clearly and Pritchard was 0 of 8 over 6. Yikes, that's really bad too. Um but he had Pritchard seven had a very struggling yeah. struggle riddled start, if you will say. Slow start is really what I was seven rebounds, say. seven rebounds, six assists though, which is good. Uh but yeah, there's there's not much you can complain about in this game. The, the, usually these post game reacts go for like 15 minutes as a segment in the pod. We, I have nothing else to say. Do you have anything else to say? They killed him, right? Like, this was, yeah, Wizards, it was a bad, Celtics good, Pacers next. Yeah, if you are listening to this, go check out our Celtics tri-weekly article, which we're going to be posting on Celtics blog whenever we put up a new pod. It's probably going to go up later this afternoon as you're listening to this, though, but you can check it out. We'll expand upon our thoughts a little bit there, get it in writing form, uh, so check that out. But uh, yeah, we will throw it back over to our past selves for the rest of the show. All right. Like Sam said before we threw it over, hopefully the Celtics won, and that was all good things. And if not, you're going to have a very angry Sam in the middle of two normal uh, podcast yeah. episodes. <laughs> Sandwich. I mean, if they lose to the Wizards tonight, I'm going to be none too pleased. <laughs> Would not be fun. Uh, you got to imagine there's going to be some of those this season, knock on wood. As, as much as you, you, you don't want there to be, you know there'll be some. Just Let's just hope it's not tonight. For my sanity, at least. Let's, let's hope it's not. Um, but Starting off uh, with a piece of news, Al Horford recently said that he doesn't mind the bench role that he's been sort of not pigeonholed into, but he's just that's where he's been placed. That's what was determined to be best for the team. Uh, Horford said, I respect the decisions that Joe is making the way he wants to go right now. And ultimately, I want to win. Horford told Heavy Sports. I assume this was Steve Bopet article. Um, I'm always ready. I'm always prepared. This is something different for me. You know, I haven't played or excuse me, I haven't been in this position before, but right now I'm just going to continue to stay ready and do what I have to do good right like i i mean that's what you want to hear from horford i question if he was actually upset do you think he would say it publicly because there's no chance right there's no way he would this is exactly what he would say uh i think this is what he would say but i also think there would have been more of a trial period with him not coming off the bench true if he was not okay with it because i think he has enough say where it could have been like okay yeah like we'll see how it goes and see how comfortable everyone else is and we don't have to change it if nothing's wrong. But I would imagine there was some compromise there and he was just like, yeah, I'll come off the bench. Um, the starting lineup looks good together. And I still think he's going to start in some real, like, you know, competitive games against the Philly against Milwaukee. I mean, even, even hmm. against Miami in the future, you might see it. I didn't think they looked that great without him out there, especially against Bam. So I, I don't know if I'm, sold on him permanently coming off the bench every single game no matter what but sure glad it, it's very on brand for him to be like yes i will do this for the team mm-hmm. yeah no I, I mean this is what you expect to hear from horford this is what everyone in that top six has been saying all preseason and training camp that yeah we'll come off the bench if we need to i mean tatum even joked about it so you, you got that in there as well um yeah, but he's also like just looked good in that role. Like I think he put up eight and seven against the Knicks, and he he didn't score against the Heat, but he had ten rebounds. And like you yeah. could see, he was making an impact. He closed the game when Porzingis fouled out, so it's it's clearly working. And so to hear him say, "Yeah, I'm fine with it," is is exactly what Celtics fans should want to hear. Uh, and it's good. It's a good thing moving forward for Boston. Also, not for nothing, and I'm not really sure what the correlation is exactly with this kind of thing, but by not starting. You're saving more Horford minutes if you want to limit him for later in the game. Horford, like you said, he came off the bench and filled in when Porzingis fouled out. 
But he's somebody you know you can trust in clutch moments. He's not somebody that plays reckless. He's not somebody that's trying to do too much. He's steady. He's there. And he's not going to hurt you. You can trust him. So you absolutely want that flexibility to play him in clutch time, crunch time, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Agree. Good for Horford. It's working well so far. All right. Let's check in with our emails. I know we have a few uh, to go over. I know Phil sent us one. I saw it. We recorded super early on Saturday so we could get it out because we were both busy. And he sent us one midday like saying, oh, maybe this will get in before you record. <clears throat> Preemptive. Sorry, RJ. It, it was a weird day for recording. RJ or Phil? Uh, I think it was RJ. RJ okay. sent it to us. Said Phil uh, first. Oh, well, look at me. Sorry, RJ. Uh, RJ said Celtics week ahead afternoon. Don't know if we'll make it in time for Sunday pod, but here's my quick preview of the Celtics week two schedule on Celtics blog. <clears throat> Let us take a look briefly here. Um, <clears throat> Monday, Washington, Wednesday, Indiana, Saturday, Brooklyn, too early to call a trap game after facing and beating <laughs> a tough defense from the Knicks. Uh, said I'll play, play the wizards talked about their, their terrible performance against the Pacers. Uh, revenge games, Gallinari and Muscala. Good point. <clears throat> I mean, after, by the time you're hearing this, this is already out, but, um, We'll see what happens. Hopefully, again, that we were uh, happy in that review. Uh, how about an entire trap week? Indiana has looked good so far. Halliburton, Bruce Brown, Buddy Heald, Matherin. They have a good team. I, I know we're both pretty high on the Pacers this year, I think, right? Yeah, I I yeah. have. Uh, I think I picked them to make the playoffs outright. Or at least yeah. in the play. I don't remember what I did. It's been a I week. think we had them <clears throat> in that seven to eight range. So, uh, And then... Returned to New York to take on the Nets. Simmons seems to be back and in good health. He's actually looked all right. He, he's, you call him Draymond Green, which is like fine. Um, sees might bring out Talano Banton for a little bit against Simmons. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Celtics should sweep the week. Each team isn't a talented, but they can't afford to take any opponent for granted. Agree. Agree. I, Great take. Agree. I think there they should go. win every single game. <laughs> you say that every game, yeah. but uh, I agree. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel. America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action NFL. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including you got spreads, you got your player props, you got over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050. For 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Um, next one, the state of RJ. Uh, just a little before sunrise here, so I thought I'd send off another personal note since Jack asked the other day. Thank you, RJ. We, we like this. Y'all wondered what time zone I hail from for the past 23 years. It's the Pacific. I live in San Francisco, and I love it. Good weather, good people, good transit, which ma uh, matters as a lifelong non-driver. Hardest thing for me to get used to moving here from Chicago was the notion that land could be taller than buildings. Uh, that is odd. <laughs> right now, I'm having a light breakfast of coffee with rice, milk, and homemade soup for uh, one of our kids to finish last night. Greek egg lemon soup. Ruth Ann is an amazing cook. 
Pre-COVID, I would often get breakfast from a diner, nothing fancy, corned beef, hash, uh, eggs, hash browns, not home fries, and enough coffee to float a boat, eat, read the morning paper, and just soak in the day. Not dining out much now as my age and health off, uh, health factors put me in the danger zone. Obligatory reminder, get vaccinated if your immune system allows it. Mask up and wash your hands. I agree. Not just for your own health, but as a kindness to those around you. I agree again. Weekends are reading and puttering time. Also sports research time, certainly basketball and Celtics, but boning up on baseball for the APBA pronounced at not spelled at, uh, well, I'm an idiot. Oh The players cards come out around Turkey day and our draft is in January. If you want more info on my squad, the Tracy Thunderbirds, just say the word. I don't know what APA is. If you'd like to enlighten us, feel free. Um, but if it's like a, if it's an adult baseball league, uh, I think it's like it. That. Yeah, I think it's like an it's like fantasy basketball, but or baseball with like cards though, which is cool. oh yeah, okay, which okay, is, okay. yeah. I assume. Let us know who's right. On the reading front, I just started a biography on Walt Disney along with basketball and paper. My fiction taste tends to be more science fiction and detective stories. Best is when they blend together. Two of my favorite authors in that regard are Stephen Brust and Gail Carriger. Uh, on the sports nerd front, as much as I love stats and analytics, I want to use data to answer meaningful questions about why players and teams succeed or fail and not just create new meaningless trivia. Yes, it's cool. Kristaps scored more points in his Celtics debut than anyone else, but that's trivia, not analytics. I think that's why I enjoy HBTC as much as I do. You both get that difference too. And don't wave numbers around to make yourself sound more important. Meanwhile, the last, the comment on the last video goes, you guys literally adjusted the stats until the Celtics. Well, we did. That was fire. I was just like, yeah, you got to change it. So they're on top. They're first. We're self-aware though. We're self-aware idiots. Uh, on the family front, F has a horse riding event. She's looking forward to today. And K is doing math homework. ADHD is a pain, but we're doing our best to help them out. And then falling down the rabbit hole of Genshin Impact, their favorite anime. 12-year-olds are amazing. Thanks for being curious about me, guys. Take care of yourself and be well. RJ Johnson. I've never played Genshin Impact. I've seen people play it, though. It looks looks fun. I've just I've never heard of it. it myself. It's good. I mean, it's it's in line of the video games that I play and you don't. It's uh, I think it's the same people that made like League of, League of Legends. I, you, okay. you don't play that. I, I like played sure. it in high school and stuff, so... All right, RJ, more on early shots. Just saw the Sunday edition of the podcast, and I got to say, early morning Jack seems like a fun guy, maybe along the lines of a happy drunk. I was Jack was not, miserable. What are you talking yeah, about? I was not was mad as hell that he had to wake up. <laughs> I hate waking up early. Seriously, props to both of you for your commitment to daily content. We are we're doing it. Uh, Sam, I get your concerns about the Celtics not making the extra passes in the first two games, but I think that was more a matter of knowing your opponent than falling into ice for heavy habits. Both the Knicks and Heat are good at jumping passing lanes when they have a chance to set their defense. Celtics tried to minimize those opportunities for Miami, but getting into action suitor in the clock, finding mismatches and rebounding. At least they remembered that after O'Shea has reminded them. I actually didn't think about it from that perspective. That's actually, I, I, I get it. I, yeah. I still don't think the offense is as smooth as it should be, but <clears throat> I can understand it from that Um Mindset, at least. Well, uh, yeah, finish the email. Yeah, I'll be curious to see if the Celtics can hunt better or the better shot more than the easiest mismatch against the Wizards. I think they will, as their team defense was last seen on the back of a milk carton. Uh, I also hope Joe gives his circle of trust guys more than just 12 minutes of floor time. Be well, RJ Johnson. What were you saying? So in relation to the in the early offense ball movement thing, I think that's a good point. You obviously don't want to be playing with fire when you know the opposing team can play defense. But I also don't think, from a Celtics perspective, you should bend and really conform and play their game if you don't have to. I think sure. it would be great to see more ball movement. You'll probably see it against the Wizards tonight, knock on wood. I sure hope you do. Especially yeah. considering the angle here. They don't play any defense, that's for sure. This is true. 
Uh, I, I like ball movement, and I don't like the early in the shot clock threes. I don't mind them trying to get something going, whether it's pick and roll or any other action they may run shows how much I know about the X's and O's. Right? <laughs> I got the eye test down, I'll tell you that. I, I would there just like to see more of it. Don't don't settle. I agree. I agree. All right, last email from Philip. Hey, fellas, can you see one? Can you see the new ZBA creating an even greater emphasis on having a superstar player rather than multiple all stars? I could be better to have Jokic and Murray than a big three. I'm thinking it will because with the second apron penalties, only the teams with a superstar over earning their max will get value for their money. Sure, you can pay a couple of all stars, but if you hit that second apron without a superstar, you're probably incurring too many penalties to make it worth it. I read the start of this email when I was in the car today because I saw it pop up and I didn't really think about the CBA in that context, but it does it does make sense, right? Because if you're paying like use the um use the current Timberwolves as an example. I think Anthony Edwards has sure. the potential to grow into the superstar that you're talking about, but the current Timberwolves is paying three all-stars max money. And you're kind of seeing how that pans out. Now, if Anthony Edwards does grow into that superstar, which they're probably banking on, <clears throat> then you're fine. But look at I guess you could say the Knicks, right? Like the Knicks have two good, they have one good star and another all NBA player who's made it twice. We'll, we'll qualify Julius Randle as that, <clears throat> but they're still searching for, okay, let's get another player. Let's get another player because <clears throat> that's just not good enough in today's NBA. You look at the, the Hawks, right? I guess Trey Young can ride that border when he gets hot, but he's, he's too inconsistent. If, well, they have MB. like he's a superstar. Like you, you have sure. to qualify. Yeah. Okay. Star. Okay. <clears throat> but um, like the, I'm trying to think of the example. Look at the the Grizzlies for the past few years, right? John Morant has been on the line. He's sort of in the Anthony Edwards category, but they have three like sure. really good all-star caliber players, but that hasn't really been enough because you're running into a team like, as much as you hate to admit it, the Lakers, who have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, either of which could play like a superstar, a team like the I mean, Nuggets. Memphis team like injury riddled. <laughs> I know, well, that too, but I, I'm you just saying. You point out the Warriors the year before. I mean, Memphis ran into them. Sure, yeah, and they have Steph Curry. So I, I agree. I think it could put an emphasis on that. And I think only – how many teams in the NBA would you say have that superstar? I think the Celtics and Jason Tatum, Nuggets and Jokic, Giannis and the Bucks, Steph, LeBron, KD slash Devin Booker and the Suns, Embiid and the Sixers. Um, past that, I'm probably missing some, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. And then you have the guys who could potentially grow into playing that role like the John Morant, like the Anthony Edwards, like the teams like that. So uh, I guess we'll have to see how it pans out uh, and which players can grow into that superstar role. But uh, I mean, the new CBA is definitely going to make it more difficult to spend. <clears throat> and so ensuring that one of the guys you are paying that max contract is getting that, you know, re excuse me, reaching that superstar level is important. And I mean, Jokic and Murray is a great example of that. They have guys bordering on the all-star level in like Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., but um, I agree. Yeah, I think that could definitely play a part. Rest of the email too. If you think it will create a greater emphasis, uh, greater superstar emphasis, excuse me, how do you think this will affect roster construction? I'm imagining that all stars will be traded away more readily from middling teams. Unless a team has a superstar or several years of a young all-star under contract, it's not going to make much sense to pay them a supermax if that player is not a true superstar. I could see situations like Dame resolving five to seven years earlier. I was also thinking this might mean the lowest tier of NBA players gets paid less as teams struggle in the second apron because if you're in that apron, you're not cost-cutting the superstars. That said, these lower-tier players might also get longer contracts than usual from second apron teams who want to, them to outgrow their contract value because, again, contracts in the second tier all cost exponentially more. Thanks for entertaining the questions and creating an entertaining show. Best, Phil. Thank you, Phil. Right, thanks, Phil. Uh, 
I think we kind of covered this a little bit, how it will affect roster construction. I think you kind of, I think it's weird, right? Because I'm thinking of teams around the league right now. And you look at teams that are in the middle of the pack, like there's a very stark difference between I'll use the bulls and the Raptors as one example and the Pacers and the Pelicans as another example, right? Like the Pacers and the Pelicans have a clear path out because they have Zion and Halliburton who, I mean, the concerns for each of them are very different. Like Zion is health and Halliburton. It's just how, like, can he reach that next level of carrying a team to a championship? Um, versus the bulls and the raptors who have in the bulls case no real guy who can turn into that superstar like they don't really have a guy with much hope so they're just kind of middle of the pack and the the raptors whose best hope is scotty barnes and the question is that do you think scotty barnes can get to that level i probably lead no right now but you never know um and so I, i do think you might see teams in my head, I think teams should start to blow it up sooner, but then you look at the Bulls and the Raptors and neither of them are doing shit. So maybe the CBA does sort of induce that that need to trade stars away sooner. Another thing in this kind of ties into the training stars thing. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see more and more of teams really, really wanting to compile draft picks. Now, mm-hmm. teams already do that now. Celtics did it. Thunder are doing it. Houston has a bunch of draft picks. They want to be able to add talent for cheap. If you Add people through the draft. The most you're going to pay is what? $11 million a year for the number one pick for the first yeah. four seasons? Something like That's that. That's not I'll very much up. money yeah. for a potentially high-level player. As mm. you go down the draft board, the price gets even cheaper. It might have been one of the reasons you saw the Celtics trade back a bunch of times this year, so they didn't even have to pay Jordan Walsh guaranteed money. They used the second-round exception instead. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So... That's one way they're going to do it. You're just it's more it's going to become more of a game for the GMs. The NBA has like the fakest salary cap ever because you can just avoid it in so many ways. You can go over it, and that kind of holds true for the second apron. The only problem is nobody wants to deal with the actual consequences anymore because they've actually made some that are real. So mm-hmm. by violating it, you are not only going to get penalized in trades, but you're also going to lose the best way to add cheap talent, which is draft picks. They're going to go to the end of the round. You're going to lose chances to add good talent. We'll save you money because you're going to have to pay less, but more draft picks. That's, that's the hypothesis. I know big, really going on. I I mean, I, I agree with it. And I think the perfect example is, the nuggets right the nuggets said we're not paying bruce brown we're not paying jeff green we're gonna bank on the development of peyton watson the development of christian brown who are all on small contracts so we can not only continue competing for a championship with our tier one best player in the world superstar but we also don't have to pay an insane luxury tax bill i mean they're still paying the tax because you have high-end salaries that make a lot of money but they're not going to spend that much to keep their team intact when they can depend on the talent that they picked up so i think there's some truth to it i agree Thank you, Philip, for tuning in yeah. and the kind words and all that good stuff. Uh, but let's move on to the portion of the program where Sam's going to get really mad because the Celtics I'm already mad as hell. and the NBA have unveiled their new in-season tournament court. Uh, I have the picture here. This is the new court for the Celtics in-season tournament. We're going to look at the rest of the team's courts, whatever, but this is we'll focus on the Celtics for now. Now, I'm going to give my thoughts before you go. Yeah. Because I, I tend to take a more we'll call it level-headed uh, reserve this stuff. I think this has the potential to look really cool in person. 
I think it could look good in person. And I, and I think it won't be as bad as it's made out to be. That said, get, getting rid of the parquet should be a crime. It, you can't yes. do it. You can't do it. So that, that's where I'm at. I think this could look cool. I think it probably will look cool in person and on TV. And I understand why they are trying to make the courts different for the in-season tournament because – I mean, we, we talked about it in the summer where it's like, okay, I mean, it's just going to feel like another regular season game. Like, this is an indicator. I read Zach Lowe's article or pieces of it, and he and he was talking to, like, the people in the NBA who, who worked on this stuff, and they're like, we wanted when somebody tunes into the game, them to immediately know it was an in-season tournament game. This will accomplish that goal. But you just can't – you can't get rid of the parquet. Like, that's just – that's a no-no. So that's, that's my thought, and now I'll let you get mad online. Okay. First and foremost, you are correct. You cannot get rid of the parquet. Poor decision. Now, Forsberg put out a tweet today and was like, are they going to do this paint job over the parquet? Which they very well could. But from this design, this draft, the render, whatever you want to call it, that is not what we are getting. What we are I getting... have an update on that, potentially. In in the Zach Lowe article, sorry to cut you off, but this like has mm. context to what you're talking about. Sure. In the Zach Lowe article, I want to find it. They said the decision. I need to find the exact uh, thing. They don't want any um, remnants of wood. That's something yeah, the, the NBA said. The biggest decision was to paint the entire court with no wood showing. That was yes. the wow. So like that sounds like the parquet is not going to show. So yeah. That is okay. Crazy. So L decision, bad decision mm. by the NBA. They need to jail these people because this is just unnecessary <laughs> bullshit. Nobody asked for this. Mm-hmm. And to really go out on a limb, and not even on a limb, just for them to come out and be like, yeah, we think our fans are so fucking dumb that they wouldn't realize that this is a game that's not a regular season game unless we painted the whole court an entirely different color is extremely ludicrous and disrespectful <laughs> well- to a lot of people. You could very well have done that. By literally putting the fucking trophy at midcourt, it would look yeah. awesome. It would if, look if awesome did, if you did that. No complaints. If they did this trophy in the middle as it is, with just the normal logo and everything, even like, I don't even hate the paint. Like, the paint as the trophy, it's also like, whatever. Just like, leave everything else. Just put the trophy on the court. Like, that's all you had to do. And Facts. maybe right, maybe right in-season tournament, you know, instead like of where the TD old Garden school is. having the playoffs. Yeah. 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 Just do that. But, yeah, but no, the fans are so dumb that they wouldn't know that this was an in-season tournament game unless you literally painted also, the court dark green. Also, in in the mind of the NBA, you have to assume this is for the casual fans, right? Because all sports are, are sure. built on like the masses watching. Not everybody has time to watch. Patriots TV fans are going to love do. this. Exactly. But if you're a casual fan, all that's going to happen is... What the fuck is this? I don't know what that trophy is. They, like they don't they don't know what yeah. it is. Like you didn't write in season tournament anywhere. You didn't write what it is. Like you didn't you didn't give anybody like if you had written in season tournament on the court, they could google that and figure it out what it is. This is just like completely useless to them. They'll just know, "Oh, why is the court different?" They're not going to like make the connection that, "Oh, it's in the season tournament game." And maybe it'll be on like the graphics on the TV probably, but like it, like this doesn't accomplish what they think it accomplishes in my opinion. It's just like also don't make it Milwaukee green. Don't make. Don't give the Celtics yeah. more bucks, like apparel and uniforms and branding. Stop. The, what they could have done with this and made it rule, if, if you really wanted to fuck around with the colors and everything, and you should have probably did this somewhat with the city jerseys, use that old, obnoxious, bright fucking green they used to have on the old school <laughs> parquet and the old Boston Garden. That would rule. 
Sure. You, and you have the orangish tinge of the parquet in the middle instead of this beige color, which I guess is fine. But even yeah. that's lame. Like, I don't know. Nobody wants that. Nobody asked for this. Why? Why do they have to do this? They need to get their grubby, greedy hands off of this franchise because they're looping them into a bunch of stuff that's a bunch of nonsense. Now you got the city mm-hmm. jerseys. You got all these stupid courts around the league, and I'm I'm out on it. They just did yeah. such a poor job with this. All they had to do was put the trophy on the court, and everyone would be like, oh, what's that? That's all you have to do. But no, mm-hmm. you have to paint the whole court. You can't even sell merch from this. What is the point? I don't know. I, I, I got nothing. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I don't. I don't like it. I think it. I think once it's on the court, I won't mind it. Like I think it'll look probably cool, but it. I don't like the concept of getting rid of the parquet. That's what I'm out on. So if you kept no the parquet, me. I'd have less, less of an issue. It would be like, oh, look what we did. Like spiced up the parquet, least, and I'd still be like, go die. But at the very know, least, make the tan strip in the middle instead of tan. Just make that the parquet, right? At least so it's so something. Even right? that, that'd be cool. Yeah. But no, you, God forbid if you put wood on the floor. Yeah, this is bad. This is just bad. so but, dumb. The, the way they worded it was dumb. Their stupid statement was dumb because I wrote about it for Celtics blog. And I, I just did it from a news angle. So I didn't really rip it. But this is the first time they'll ever play a home game without parquet. Yeah. Bad. Bad. I, I think if but... they make it a, a tradition where they do this, it might become cool. But to start it, nobody asked you to start it. Well, you know it's not going to look like this every year. Like No, but gonna like you're going to be like, what's the cool design? I don't know. Th- there needs to be like – I don't think they have enough people working on these projects. That is my, my theory. <laughs> because everything seems rushed. It's like stuff nobody really wants. Half the jerseys don't make any sense. This coloring doesn't make sense. Nobody that's a fan of the team would be like, yes, please make this Bucks colors. Please make us look like the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> with some of the most boring uniforms in the league. Like, to be honest with you, if if the NBA wanted to do this right, they should have asked a, a Pete Rogers who puts yep. tons of work into concept designs. Every single win they get, he's putting something out. There are plenty of Pete Rogers around the NBA, maybe not working and doing exactly what he does, but there are so many creative people that care about this sport and care about the league. Just hire them. And, and if you've worked on all this stuff, I'm sorry if I'm wrong. And, you know, you actually were one designated person, then then you really messed up. If you had one job to make Celtic stuff, then you might have messed up. But I don't think that's the case. I think they probably have an understaffed team, team. of people that are supposed to make this. And they just don't have the time to really sit and think and be like, what would these people like? Or they're just not amongst the fan base and they don't know what the fan base would like. That's what I'm thinking. I, I think it's just people at the NBA who design it for everybody and they don't involve people who are involved. So that's how great would it have been because the Celtics like tweeted out like new in season court fire emojis. I would have so much respect for the admin if they were like, yo, they made us do this. Please don't be mad. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're out on this. Sorry, guys. It's <laughs> so bad. dumb. I, I can only say it's dumb for so many times in a row, but I'm I'm disappointed. Well, let's take this chance to jump over to the NBA section and compare it, it to all of the other courts because every NBA team did get a court for this. So we can rank and instead Off the of rank- top my head, I think there was only one I thought looked okay. Okay, let's rank – let's not – what I mean is let's use our ranking system as is this better or worse than the Celtics court, right? So keep this image burdened to your this brain. This is pretty bad. 
a lot of them are bad. <laughs> a lot of them are bad. And I know you're going to be biased towards this one being bad because you're a Celtics fan, but I want you to take away that bias to some degree and just do like, how does this court actually look versus how do the other courts look with context that this is actually green? You know, at least at least they got the yes. color right, yeah. right? Because well, I know some they, of them they, are... They got the color like 50% right. The they shade got the is wrong. overall color okay. right, but they screwed up. Like, Let me give you an example, Sam. This isn't Hawks colors. They, no, it's like, not. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my example. The Celtics is better than this. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah, this I'm out. I mean, even, you know what? And I know it's coming up, so I guess I can, I'll hold off. I'll hold off. But, lift as we fly? What the fuck is that? What, what, what are we doing? To lift to fly. Maybe they're getting really strong. Like they're lifting weights Celtics, and they're flying. Celtics is better though. Yes. Can we agree? Yeah. Hey, it, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with the Hawks. I don't get it. Unless it's supposed to be mm-hmm. sky. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, there is the Celtics. Celtics. All right. So. This is the same thing. <laughs> this is the same court. So. You know somebody in the NBA creative team saw when the Nets made their court that disgusting gray a couple years ago, and they were like, look at this. <laughs> you know we could do this for every team. I'm, I've am i never liked the way courts look when they just make them the Is that like, what you were thinking colors. <clears throat> Is that they the thought you were having? When you yeah. Said, hold it? Yeah, oh. and I knew it was literally the next one, so I was like, I'm going to hold off. Yeah. Celtics better or worse? I think Celtics is better. Honestly, I don't like the gray. I think gray's bad. Well, does Brooklyn still have the gray court, or did they make it back to brown? Uh, Brooklyn Nets home court. Off the top of my head, I don't know. I think. Oh God, I don't know. Uh, I think it's still the awkward color. Okay, so I actually think this is better because it's only a slight change to what they actually have. Like if they did these minimal designs with the trophies in the paint and the trophy at center court for the normal court, it would look awesome. So if mm. this is Brooklyn's kind of normal court, fine, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I, I still like the Celtics better. I just don't like gray. Gray. I think it's like I don't like the gray either. But from with, with context, I actually don't hate the Hornets court. <laughs> I I don't hate this. I think this is kind of cool. Like of all the courts, like the gold with that color, I, I'm kind of in on this. I think the gold works Celtics. because they also have it on those city jerseys. Yeah, sure. Also, the hive is alive is also kind of fire. I, I kind of hive is alive. I kind of they should have kept that one in the bank until like they put a good team together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because right now you the hive burned kinda... it early. You can't you can't be like the hive is alive and then finish in like 14th place. You know. <laughs> Like, you should really save it for, like, oh, wait, what? We got a marquee free agent? Yeah, I agree. I like the court, though. I think the court's cool. I find it's it okay. that. They should, they, along with the, what the Celtics have with the parquet, they should have the honeycombs in Charlotte for this. Sure. I agree. Uh, this is another don't mess with what works. Bulls court's iconic. It's bad. Don't mess with it. Can't mess with it. I don't like it. Uh, Even I did though see... I'll say this. Yeah. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. I would like if the Celtics did this same exact thing and they made it all green and they just did that classic Celtics logo, mm. the, the old one without color. I think it would look sick. I will say the reason I said the Celtics could look better in person is because I saw this picture and this from from this. I don't think it looks oh. terrible. Right. <clears throat> right. Well, you see the vision see the Celtics play on this bad boy because they're in the group or maybe you won't. It depends. Yeah, if I don't they know. Actually have right. to go to Chicago. You see the vision, though, right? Because that 
on the court, it looks this this image of it looks kind of uh, sure, kind of kind of clean. I see the vision, but it's still weird. You can't get rid of the parquet. There should be you like a leave me alone option. Uh wait a second. Is there? Can I zoom in? It looks like you can see the wood a little, so maybe they'll leave the parquet but just paint over it. We'll see. That's the determining factor of if it's a complete L or not. Yeah. Uh oh, calves. Oh no. Calves. I, I you know what the best part about this is the NBA is like we don't want any wooden aspects, but then the whole court is just like two tones of like wood color. <laughs> I don't hate the phrase the land. I think this like at least that part of the logo looks better than some of the other ones, but like this is just it's so lame. It's so boring. How it is, is it not lame. like the red? This is lame. Yeah, I don't like. Sorry, Cavs. The Cavs have missed on their branding for years. Oh my god, this one looks bad too. You had such a great opportunity to make it like powder blue and dark blue, and then you just you made it gray. What are we, what they are we love doing? gray. Gray is so gross. Doing? I told you. Also, this probably matches their jerseys. You were like, "Oh no, those jerseys are black." I bet they're gray. They're definitely maybe they gray. are gray. I hope. I hope bad. for their sake they're black, but maybe they're, they're gray. No way. Bad. I actually don't hate this font either for Mavs, but. Um. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Uh. The uh. The Denver Warriors are. <laughs> yeah. No. Wait. To, have you seen the Warriors one? No. Just wait, buddy. It's terrible. This is bad. Uh, this sucks. <laughs> this is bad. This is the jerseys court. don't even match this. They're black. Yeah. This Nuggets court is just blue and yellow. Warriors colors. Sorry, audio listeners are going to hate this part too, but come over to YouTube. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, this <laughs> just isn't – and this is Pistons. It's just gray and red. This isn't a Pistons court. This is a Rockets no. court. Exactly. Bad. That's the problem with all of this stuff is they – again, they're not doing anything with the actual team. You're, you're not having fun with it with the team. You're trying to rebrand all these teams for no reason. Mm-hmm. Agree. Bad. Warriors there you go. Oh, it's, it's poop. It's poop color. Oh my god. It's this like is... <laughs> bronze and gold. This is this is horrendous. This looks terrible. It literally This is the, the worst literal one so far, I think. In the literal sense it looks like shit. <laughs> it literally looks like shit. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, Warriors in last place right now. H-Town. I don't hate Them it. and the Pistons I... should switch. Yeah. <laughs> It would be perfect for if you just switched them. It would be perfect. Rockets is blue to red. I do like how Rockets is like facing the the word is you know what I'm saying on the side. The Bulls did that too in Chicago. Yeah, but their court looks bad, like weird. Uh, I don't hate it. It's fine. Hometown heroes at the bottom is odd. Indy. Oh, there's Indy. actually pictures of this if you're interested. They tweeted it. Really? Does it look better? Like with the context of everything? This is just not. Like it's it's a take on the Pacers branding, but like it's it's just not Pacers. Like this is not Pacers. Blue. This is San Diego Chargers or Los, whatever the city they're in now. Yeah. Oh God. Eh. Stupid. Stupid. It, it, it looks corny. It looks really corny, is what it is. It literally. You know what it looks like is uh because the yellow, at least in that middle middle picture of this, it looks like the court's just mad narrow. Yeah, and everything else is out of bounds. I will say That's from another this picture, thing is the out of bounds. This looks like uh, New Orleans Hornets. Okay, I'm done. If the uh, I like the way the trophy looks. If this is what it looks like on all the courts, like it looks. I'm pro trophy. Cool. <clears throat> trophy looks cool. The one good thing is the trophy. Fine Agreed. with the trophy in the paint. Fine with it. 
clipper is so lame. This clips this clips logo needs to be burned. With the basketball, that's so stupid. It's out. <laughs> Terrible. Um, I will say you can hate on the Lakers. They got lucky. This is like what the Celtics should have done. This is literally what every single team should do. Mm-hmm. It's just the normal if Lakers logo with yellow and purple. Mess around and do the paint stuff. Just do your team's colors. This is is this the first team that's done their actual team's colors besides Chicago? Yeah, I'm in. In the Lakers one looks fine. This is fine. I, yeah. I on a part of me wishes it was purple on the outside and yellow in the middle. Um, yeah, that would look but, sick. But anyways, uh, Grizzlies. This is Memphis horrible. The shaft, bro. What are we doing? It's just gray. It's all gray. This is bad. They could have did Sorry. a sick Vancouver Grizzlies type thing. They could have did even Look their regular bottom. colors are fun. This is the stupid MEM minimalistic thing. It just looks like fucking borders. It, it looks awful. It looks like parquet. The Grizzlies Bad. are the only team with any parquet on their floor. They said Marcus in town parquet. <laughs> Respect, actually. Yeah. Uh, he like you were so close to making it. Like, Didn't need the gray. Okay. Yeah. The gray out on gray on the court. It's just red and gray. Bad. This is terrible. What they should have done? They just did black. They should have made the red, black, and the gray, red, and then the lines yellow. Would have looked sick. Would have yeah. looked super cool. <clears throat> they ruined it. Bucks. Bucks actually got uh, hardwood. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the cream. I wish it was all green. None of and this works. In the These colors don't go together. <laughs> I wish it was all all green and cream in the middle. If anything, but it's not good. Cream in the middle, like a Boston cream donut. Timberwolves. I don't actually hate this Not with the terrible. context of what their jerseys are because of the water stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. So it's just like different shades of blue. And I think the blues blend together enough where it looks kind of normal. So I kind of yes. like this. Don't Timberwolves hate it. W. This might be the best one so far. Laker ones is fine, but they ruined it by having it inverted versus what we want. Sure. <laughs> don't hate this. Wow. <laughs> wow. The Pelicans are just... <laughs> this is... Uh... Did they make the pelican have bones? Is it always like that? Or is this like some spooky Halloween shit? It's purple and green. It's like the Hulk colors. Now, I actually don't hate the color scheme if they just adopted this color scheme for the pelicans. Because their actual color scheme sucks. It's lame. It's super lame. But this is not. has nothing to do with the team. Like, I don't get New Orleans Mardi Gras colors, I guess. But switch it to this, though. This is cool. But just make it normal. But for but now, the colors this is don't lame. really work for this. I don't actually hate the Knicks court. I still think the drop shadow is stupid, but I don't hate this that much. They should have flipped the darker color. The blue should be the big color. I disagree. I like the orange. You like the I, orange? I, I like. I just like orange in general. But I actually, I see what you mean. It you know the jerseys are black though, so make it black with orange in the middle. No, they're not black. They're blue. Oh, you're right. They have the black striping on the shorts. Yeah. These aren't terrible, though. It's fine. Okay, see? Uh, if that, if the actual logo was orange, it would look better. It's red. Mm-hmm. It's like an orangish red. It, that's just And their jerseys, jerseys are, are like heat colors. The weird logos. They don't even match. Yeah. I don't hate it, but it's just odd. Odd thunder. Out on the gray. Magic made it gray and dark blue. This is... I hate gray. Gray's bad. Stop using gray <clears throat> on everything. Stop. It's literally like people use the word gray to describe like depression. Stop. Gray sucks. <clears throat> you sh- They should have put. So now that I'm looking at some of these, they should have kept the normal court, right? As, as the trim, as, as the gray part. 
and then you can do whatever you want with the paint strip in the middle. It would have been and more like fun. Left the red, left left the rest as the hardwood. Use the gray as the trim, and then. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I see. I can back that. Yeah, the full paint is weird. I I would agree with you. Like, make the outside one color, then leave the hardwood, then do a strip. And I again, they did color. all this because they think we're all too dumb to figure out. It's, yeah. <laughs> no, like I think it, that would look cleaner. Game. Yeah, I think you're right. That would look cleaner. Trophy Sixers give it away. I actually don't hate the Sixers. It's very red. With the, the red blue. doesn't work for me. I do like the 76 in the middle, though. That looks kind of cool. I like that logo. Sure. <laughs> Just weird. What does it say at the bottom? I can't even see. Just I don't know. We're going to lose in the second round. <laughs> Just Philadelphia 76ers. Suns. This is actually kind of cool. I kind of fuck with the Suns court. I-, I wish there was more orange instead of the-, the purple and blue, but it matches their jersey scheme. I don't hate this. It says El sure. Valley in the middle. It's I can fine. only shit cool. on this so much. Uh, you see Kevin Durant. They put a video. Kevin Durant goes, we're going to play on an all-purple court in the NBA. <laughs> and they put it out as their social. Hold on. Let me find it. It was fire. I'm, I'm glad. I saw the video. I didn't watch it with sound. I just saw him like looking at it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, they're going to make him hype it up. I'm glad he was like, what the hell is this? Well, they made it sound like he was excited about it. But in the back of his mind, you just know he was like, what the fuck? What he we, was what like, nobody fuck? asked for this. Yeah, like, what are we doing? Let me uh, let me find the video. Here it is. He said, uh, yeah, no. he goes, um, We're playing with purple court in the NBA. No way. That's insane. Never done before, right? I love it. I love it. Yeah, okay. Okay, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> sure you love it. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, Blazers. Not, don't hate not it. terrible. Don't hate it. It's because they kept it red. It's because they kept it normal. Um, it's just red with the tan in the middle and Rip City in the plaid. Cool. Yeah. Kings, terrible. This is Missed awful. opportunity. <clears throat> yeah, you had you literally have a jersey with a stripe on it. Just make this blue with the same stripe in the middle, and it's great. Yeah. Would have looked but cool. You made it fucking gray. Stupid. <laughs> I just realized you're wearing gray. <laughs> yeah but like I don't know. it's different it's different you not trotting around clothes. being like gray's the greatest color ever yeah it's gray clothes spurs terrible weird this is the this, tower nothing of about this says spurs this is the tower of america's it's like a building in san antonio i looked it up when i wrote about it so like fine but it's weird it, it's like the equivalent of having like the empire state building for the knicks or what the Zakem Bridge for Boston? You know, what I'm saying like some some iconic oh, like city thing. They could have did the Zakem. They could have they could have had so much more fun with this. They didn't do a good job. I agree. I agree. Uh, Raptors, just all fucking gray. It's terrible. Stupid. Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of black. It's dark gray and gray. Dark dark gray. I actually don't yeah. hate this with what they they're going with the, with the the uniforms and the gold and stuff. You're telling me they didn't make the stripe in the middle gold. Whack. What? Why didn't they make the stripe oh, gold? You, I you, see. You're... Probably <laughs> because of the trophies. Then make the out border gold and then the court gray or something. It's just, I don't like it. I hate gray. This court's fire. This is the best this, court. This Utah's is like court, the only one I saw it. And I was like, yeah, that's sick. Utah's court. It's like lavender purple, then a dark purple stripe, and then the Utah purple. And they're going to wear the purple jerseys. This is fucking dope. Shout out yeah. to the Jazz. They this is right. like the only one I was like, okay, people might have asked for this. Wizards, terrible. <laughs> Gray and, and Teal. The These are not, I stand by that those Wizards jerseys are the worst jerseys ever made. These are fucking horrendous. Yeah, it's just all bad. Terrible. <laughs> bad. Bad, bad, bad. Okay. 
All right, let's move off the jerseys. Uh, Damian Lillard played like shit, and and Sam put this on the sheet. You just want to talk about Dame sucking? <laughs> yeah, I saw it online. They lost to Atlanta after Flava Flav did the national anthem in Milwaukee, <laughs> which was, a, I think, a disaster. I actually watched the video, but I don't think people were tweeting it because it was good. That's well, Yeah, rarely. That's rarely <laughs> so, the case. Uh, Dame uh, ended the game. Two of yeah. 16, two of 12. Two of 12, six points, two of 12, two of eight from three, five assists, two steals, six turnovers. <clears throat> Not a good game for him. He was a minus 29. The Hawks just ran all over them. Uh, they had well-rounded scoring effort. <clears throat> just Dame struggled. And I saw somebody say, like, I hope this is the worst game Dame has all year. And realistically, maybe. Yeah, it might be. <clears throat> but uh, Dame is not invincible. That, that was the point of this segment. Um Moving on, Jokic said something about Chet Holmgren. Uh, Sam put it on here. I'll read the quote. <clears throat> they played each other. I think the Nuggets won, uh, but it was I think it was Nugget an okay game. Or... That. Oh no, okay, they beat the Pacers. Sure it was OKC's home opener. Denver won 128 to 95. Jokic, peace, Chet, literally bodied him. <laughs> 28 points, 14 rebounds, five assists, only missed four shots. There's a highlight clip that Harrison Wynn tweeted out. It's just Jokic just bullying him low. <laughs> is this after the game, this quote? This is after the game. Jokic said, he's a really talented guy, but this is his first year. He's still learning everything, the game, how quick it is, where he is at, uh, where he's at an advantage, where he's at a disadvantage. Uh, I think he needs experience. I think he needs to be a little bit fatter, to be honest. But yes, he has talent in this unique I didn't know <laughs> that he literally said he needs to be fat. Get ready to get fat, buddy. That's what he <laughs> said. That's awesome. Jokic, Jokic sees all people calling him fat, and he's like, well, it fucking works. Other people need to be fat. Try it yeah. out. Him and Jokic handshake. Or him and uh, Luka handshake. Jokic is going to be the face of uh, body positivity soon. <laughs> yeah, him and Zion. Like, guys. <laughs> Zion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fire, though. Him literally saying, yeah, get fat, buddy. Come on. <laughs> he tells him to get fat after literally like just beating the shit out of OKC, like murdering them <laughs> on their opener. Respect. Home. Yeah, it is a respect. Uh, sorry, I was typing something. Zach Levine uh, is the next thing we're talking about because he put up 51 points uh, and they lost. And they <laughs> they lost. still fucking lost the game. Yeah. Um, They lost to who they lose to again. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> They motherfucker, you put this in the sheet. What do you mean? I put it in the sheet because I I just remember last video. Oh. I was like, Zach Levine sucks. 51 points and a 118-102 loss to the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> My Pistons that's, are cooking uh, the sheet. That's a tough they one. Two Jaylen, games or just or they one and one? Two and one. Two and one. Yeah. Jaylen Durant is a beast. And Zach Levine and the Bulls stink. Can you put on here what the fuck do they do? They're a mess. <laughs> they are they are a mess. I mean they are. DeRozan has to be finding a new home. Levine has to be finding a new home. Actually, did they just extend DeRozan or did I dream that? No, they were having talks to, but they're okay. far away. All right. Negotiations. So those two guys are probably not going to be on the team. What are they going to do with Vucevic? Nobody's going to want him. Uh, no, it's not a bad contract. It's 20 mil. It's not like he's making a million, like a ton. Okay, like, sure. It, it's, it's not terrible. Sure, sure, I think sure. they can trade it. But you know I don't know if him? anybody's – the most desirable guy on that team is DeRozan. I think – a team that could go after Vucevic. He's not the best defender, but he's a big enough body where, you know, like where he can like, he can at least stand up against guys in the paint. The Grizzlies, Steven Adams out. They I, could use it. There are I other guys he, I'd rather get than Vucevic first though. Like Rob. Like what? I would rather Vuce than Rob for that oh. context. They're well, yeah, yes, absolutely. They already have a Rob. 
You don't need two Robs. You need somebody who can stand up and like guard or at least stand in front of the Okages and Embiid's while Jaron Jackson plays help defense. I don't think you need a Rob. Like if you trade for Rob and you start Rob and Jaron Jackson Jr., who guards Jokic? And who gets rebounds? Or Rob will get rebounds, but like who who bodies? Rob will roam. <clears throat> well, no, because that's Jaron Jackson Jr.'s role. Jaron roams. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, getting a second Rob, you need another Steven Adams, and I think Vucevic is closer to Adams than Rob. I guess, maybe. I I like uh, Vooch to the Grizzlies. <laughs> if they trade Vooch, that's my bet. You heard it here first. Um, like, Kennard and some other salary. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Jack's, Jack's Jack is the crystal ball, man. <clears throat> and I think uh, DeRozan goes to the... Uh, He's going to go to a contender, and it's going to be really annoying. I think we'll go to New York. That's yeah, where I think he ends That would up. not be good. <clears throat> They'd actually have a, I don't want to say a chance, but they'd be a lot better in the playoffs. With no, they'd be a hard team to beat in the clutch. DeRozan's a good clutch player. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. not careless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, last thing. Last NBA thing I should say. Darren Fox is out. Shams Tarania reported this. Uh, Kings all-star Darren Fox has avoided significant injury, but has sustained a moderate sprain of his right ankle and is likely to miss some time. Uh, sources told Shams in Sam Mamick of The Athletic. Fox played through the sprain down the stretch of 37 points and a victory over the Lakers on Sunday. Uh, Sam wrote, respect, he still cooked the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I, I had the Kings as the seventh seed. I've seen a lot of people say, oh, the Kings could be the team out of that West to make, miss the playoffs. The Kings are still good. Like, the Kings are still a good team. Yeah, I uh, know you had the Timberwolves, but... Oh, well, uh, I mean, I think I had in the plan then. I did not respect they, the Kings. I think the Kings are good. I think they'll still be good, but losing De'Aaron Fox for this time is going to hurt them for sure. So uh, sure, I'm not. I'm not rooting against the Kings. I like the Kings. Uh, I think they their yeah. fans deserve some happiness, uh, <laughs> which is not something sure. I throw around lightly. I I often think most fan bases should be miserable. Kings got mm-hmm. swept by the Celtics last year, so I didn't have to see them beat the Celtics. So I have no ill will towards them right now. I also think De'Aaron Fox might have seen a leak of the Kings court and said, maybe I want to hurt myself and not play in this tournament. <laughs> Tough. But again, respect. <laughs> Beat the Lakers. Pistons, yeah. better record than the Lakers. What are the Lakers, one and two? Yeah. Respect. Could have easily been uh, 0-3. Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix had them. There you They were shirt. All right, let's get into the rat list here. Uh, Sam, I'll let you kick it off and uh, give me your thoughts. What's your what, kick off the rat list for? Me. Okay, so I am typically a person who does not like things that people like. Mm. Correct? Yes. Absolutely. Now, Halloween. I don't hate Halloween. I like a lot we of more costumes around Halloween. We're, We're lame. Doing... Uh, actually, I can I can do a costume for tomorrow. Or are we doing a stream today? You want? We can do for, maybe we're maybe we're costumes for pregame well my point is this is going out on halloween so we should have worn costumes for this part. oh shit well whatever yeah. don't care uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> we'll do something on the maybe i'll wear something for the stream i don't know i don't really have a whole lot but anyways yes yeah, halloween i don't hate it i like a lot of the stuff that goes along with halloween i like scary movies i think they're kind of funny a lot of them are pretty funny you would be shocked um candy's fine one thing that I realized I am very much out on has almost soured me on the on the holiday. Uh-huh. I'm frozen. Oh no, I'm not. No, you're not. No, I was I was trying to think of what you're gonna say. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Damn it. You can't do that to me. I, uh, I I'm not allowed to sit here and like listen. <laughs> you're you're sitting there with your mouth agape and not moving. I thought you well, froze. I'm, no, I'm I was like, to no way did his face actually freeze like that in real life. 
No, I'm trying to think what you're saying. Okay. Well, come on. So I like Reddit. I use Reddit, sure. use it for the Reddit post, use it for many things. I like to look at what people have to say. So I'm in many communities. One thing people love to do on Halloween is like, what do you think of my costume? So you get all these fucking people <laughs> posting their costumes online. Like, hey, buddy, I don't really want to see you on my phone. I would actually yeah. like to see like the topics I'm interested in. I don't want to see you dressed as a topic that I'm interested in. <laughs> it's a good so one. Rat list yeah. of those people. I agree. I was. I thought you were going to go with candy corn. Are you a candy corn guy or do you hate candy corn? I don't really care for it, but I have no tried to eat it in a while, so I may have had my palate change. I feel I like candy corn. Don't care for it. I like it, but it's like you can't eat too much of it, right? You know what I'm saying? That's that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think it's fine. Uh, Ratless, my ankles. Uh, <laughs> I, I, have, <laughs> I have Steph Curry ankles. Uh, I back in April. I was playing basketball with Sam or, you know, this goes back way further. I was playing basketball when I was in college like years ago and I was going up for a rebound. I landed and I stepped on my ankle. I sprained it real bad. And I, I let it recover for a couple of weeks. And then I like, was like, okay, I'm over this. And it was fine. I was on crutches. <clears throat> it is what it is. Fast forward to this past April, 2023, I was playing ball with Sam and I was going up for a layup and like the pick and roll or something. And I was it the last play of the game. Yeah. Well, no, we had like, yeah, we had like a couple of only a few left. points to play, I think. It I know it wasn't a lot. I just left. remember because I got back in, but I stepped on it again. Like I just landed on it uh, and it was another like real bad spray and it didn't break or anything. But like I was on crutches again. Um, I'd rather it have broken so it could have like mm-hmm. actually healed. Right. Because the sprains don't heal normally. Like the, at least a break will heal because you have a cast, et cetera, et cetera. This is just like, yeah, hook and deal with it, buddy. Like, <clears throat> fuck, what do you want me to do? Um, so that it happened. Uh, I've rolled it like the same ankle a couple times since I'm an idiot. So like, I'll be running in my golf shoes are bad. So I like roll it while I'm like walking around the golf course. Cause it's really hilly. And so I'll walk up and down a hill and I'll just fall down it or like I'll step on it. Um, and then last night I was playing ball again. I actually, play, I thought I played well. Sam's team was stacked, which is another Rattlers in and of itself. But, um, I like came down after a layup and I just stepped on my good ankle. And so now both of my ankles are just fucked. Uh, and the reason is I have like Steph Curry ankles. Like my lower legs are really skinny, but I, all of my weight. Cause I'm not, I'm not, as old, I'm pretty, I'm fat. Right. I'm not, I'm not like obese, but I got, <laughs> I got some weight there. Right. But it all collects up here. And so my, my ankles are not great at supporting me. Jack, Jack uh, uh, comes out as fat. Yeah, as well, if we, the commenters weren't like giving him yeah, shit about we, coughing. We knew this. We knew this. I'm not a skinny guy, uh, but my ankles don't support it, and um, it's tough. Yeah, so now both of my ankles are fucked. I sent Sam a picture before this. It looks like the bulb on your ankle. It looks like I have two bulbs, like one above the other. It doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. It, so, uh, it doesn't look. I'm not gonna describe it, but uh, <laughs> it's not, it does not look like a healthy ankle. No. So ratless my ankles, and uh, since I said it. Ratlist not picking captains for basketball anymore. Like it's just not like once a week there's just one team that's not fair. Like, why don't we do captains? So I agree with you in this sense. But typically when I'm playing basketball, the talent pool is not as diverse as it is when we play on Sundays. Usually everybody's like close to the same level. So if you shoot for teams, you're gonna end up with like relatively fair teams. But we can't do that on Sundays. Sometimes it's a wash. Sometimes on Sundays it's a wash. I debated switching teams yesterday, but uh, I really probably wouldn't have been a help. My legs were cooked. I didn't. I didn't have a whole lot, especially at the end. That was well, bad. Your team was by far just the best. I mean, you guys. Were yeah, like, I didn't have to do six anything. Six and one. You guys lost once. And it was the last game. Yeah, <laughs> that was some shit. That was some shit. 
Got my, got my running. Yeah. All right. What you got? You're your turn. You go. Ratless Frank. Frank <laughs> yesterday at basketball. Frank yeah. tried to chirp me. Frank, I was I was screwing around like in between games, and I went up and I jumped and I grabbed the rim with two hands. Then Frank said, "How tall are you, Sam?" And I said, "I'm six three. And then he said, "You're six three and you can't dunk." And then the next game, I dunked. So get fucked. It was a super cool dunk. No, it was yeah, not a super cool dunk. It was a dunk. It was, was kind of dunked. It wasn't a slam dunk. It was a dunk. We'll put it. That's it was how we dunk. describe it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yep. Yeah. It was dunk. <laughs> you put the ball in the hoop and grab the rim. That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> I I was at the rim and the ball went in and it did. It went in. It didn't like rattle around too long. No, it got in. It, it was, it was dunk. clean. It, it, it was, was a respectable dunk. Uh, Frank Ratless get fucked. <clears throat> Ratless Henry. Again, uh, mm. basketball. Again, <laughs> <laughs> basketball. Um, and I'm not. I'm not actually mad at Henry, but I'm gonna ratless him for making this. I, I don't know if it was. It was like a half joke, right? It was like one of those things you say like jokingly, but you also kind of mean it. Um, and so, I'm on Henry's team. Henry's my brother, and I get a rebound, and I see him leaking down the court. And to my credit, I made a pass in front of Deshaun, who Deshaun had like ten steals one game. Like he's just nasty on defense. I hopefully Sam can attest when he unfreezes, but I made a pass. No, to I'm Henry. not frozen. Oh, oh, okay. I, I made a pass to Henry on the fast break and I put it in the only spot where Deshaun couldn't have gotten it. And Henry caught the ball. And then Henry just completely smokes the light. <laughs> Sam's your camera's frozen. You should unstart your camera and rest like just on StreamYard hit stop cam and start cam oh. again. Because we can't see you. I just, or I can't see you. Uh, okay, now? you're back now. <clears throat> you're back now. Um, Henry just completely smoked the layup. Deshaun got like a good contest from behind off, but like Henry just missed. Uh, yeah. And then they're they're running back down the other end. I'm like searching around for help defense and Deshaun just completely gets behind me for back cut. And Henry just turns to me and goes, nice defense, Jack. I'm like, you just fucking pissed the wide open layup <laughs> and you're going to talk shit to me. Henry's and he was man. like, he was like joking a little bit, but like I was like, brother, come on, man, what are we doing here? Uh, we did win the game though. After shout out Ray, Ray, Ray made the, the three. I, I he talked all this shit, but uh, Ray got his yeah. exercise for the week. I I don't think you understand how. I mean, you probably did because I was like screaming. I, no, I get very competitive. I wanted to beat y'all so bad. I was so over it. <laughs> you guys were fucking winning every time. We had to. We had to get one in. Uh, get one in. I don't have any more Ratless, but I will anti-Ratless everyone that said happy birthday in the comments. Uh, yeah. Thank you. That was very nice of you. Um, and I don't even, I don't think I had to go in and respond to everybody, but I want you to know I did appreciate it. Because when yes. you, I'll tell you uh, what the Ratless is, is the Facebook happy birthdays. Mm-hmm. Not to say I don't appreciate people, but going through to respond to all of them. Just got to like the comments. I just get like so it. many, you know. And so everybody just, wants to say happy birthday. It was a wholesome moment until you had to be an asshole again. It was great. Well, I, I wasn't I wasn't doing it to be an asshole, but then I hurt myself. So I was like, I'm going to lean into this. Yeah. That's essentially no, what I, 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 I just get too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, all right. We can wrap it there. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. Um, again, we recorded the bulk of this before the Wizards game. So we'll see how good of a mood we're in later when we react to that. But uh, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. Uh, make sure to subscribe to How About Them Celtics. Uh, fun things coming soon. I won't say anything more. Uh, yeah. Subscribe to YouTube. Check us out on Spotify and Apple. Leave us five stars. I was listening to the front office show, and they mentioned that since it's the start of the season, more people are listening on Apple and Spotify. So if you get ratings now, you know it, it helps boost the, al- boost the algorithm a little bit. So if you are listening and you, you know, are a Spotify or Apple listener, 
yeah, leave us five stars if if you listen on Spotify or even if on YouTube. Go over to Apple and Spotify or whatever you use. Leave us five stars. Leave a review. Help us boost in those algorithms because the growth there is uh, important and not something we see um, as much as YouTube uh, as or as like blatant as YouTube all the time. But we appreciate you. Leave us ratings there. Uh, comment on the YouTube. That's uh, I literally look at the comments every day. Thank y'all. And I'll let Sam take it out. Hey, thank you very much for listening or watching. Make sure if you're on YouTube, you subscribe, whether it's us or CLNS. If you're on our channel, you can hit the notification bell. Make sure you don't miss any of our daily uploads, our live streams, which will have happened tonight. Uh, you know, after this has been up or before this has been uploaded, whatever. You, by the time you listen to this, the streams are all open today. Um, Spotify and Apple, like Jack said, make sure you leave us a nice review. Say something nice about us. Five stars. Okay. Playback.tv. You can find us there. Search the name of the pod as you see it on the screen with the apostrophe, and you'll find us as you're listening to this. Last night, we did the playback stream during the game with First of the Floors, Ben Vallis. A lot of fun. And you can find future ones there as well, so you don't want to miss those. You can find us on socials at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, just the name of the podcast on Facebook. You can find Jack on Twitter at Jack's Money NBA. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us.